0: Thanks for tuning in to the Palm Beach Podcast, a weekly show highlighting people making a positive impact in our community. With your hosts, sports chiropractor and athletic trainer, Dr. James Spencer, photographer and art director, Mike Jones. Our show is brought to you by Palm House Coffee Roasters, Opportunities in Delray Beach, and the Lotus Travel Company. For retreats and tours in Palm Beach County. Hello and welcome to the Palm Beach Podcast. My name is Mike Jones. I'm hanging out at Media Zone on Singer Island with a couple cool people. Dr. James Spencer, how are you doing today?
1: Beautiful to see you as always. Beautiful blue skies and blue waters.
0: We are fortunate to be here in Palm Beach County and we are very fortunate to be joined by some special guests today.
1: I know, I'm excited to introduce them. Let's go
0: ahead. We got Kobe and Zoe from two fat cookies welcome guys
2: hey Hey, how you doing
0: we're
3: excited to be here
0: and besides two fat cookies there's a couple other things that come along with that what else would those be
3: now we got a two fat breakfast
2: and a death by pizza
0: heck yeah (laughs) and we're very spoiled because you guys came in like double fisting with food um so we did try the pizza before i'll throw some footage in of that because that was delicious spicy sweet Loved it. And then a couple cupcakes. Specifically to the Palm Beach
1: podcast. So thank you guys so much for that. That's awesome. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And that's something that we want to create here. And it's very obvious with you guys as well. It's all about the experience. Yeah. And uh, why don't you guys talk a little bit about that experience that you like to set?
2: So um, we're so happy to be on the podcast and we wanted to bring you guys a little bit something of, you know, what we do. So, you know, we had to come with the pizza um, we wanted to make sure that you guys actually got a slice. Um, you got, you had the the red rum pie, which is our flagship. Um, we use Ezos pepperoni, house pickled jalapenos, our sweet sauce, our underground cheese blend, and then we top it off with honey. Um, and then of course, oh, that's the secret. Yeah, yeah, the honey is the big kicker on there. Okay, um, a little bit of sweetness on everybody. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Zoe and her team are so talented in what they do. And we wanted to give you guys something a little bit more personalized. So that's why we brought you guys the cupcakes with the cake, the cupcake toppers with your logo. That's Especially because awesome. uh,
3: Two Fat Cookies is pretty much the mothership of this whole situation we're in. So I had to bring you something from the homeland.
1: <laughs> yeah. T- tell us a little bit about Two Fat Cookies.
3: Yeah. So Two Fat Cookies um, is a bakery in Delray Beach. Uh, we pretty much specialize in custom cakes and all sorts of really delicious cupcakes and cookies and individual desserts. Um, so we've been open since 2007 and we've moved a couple times, but it's been a really amazing growth process. And to see our team go from like three to 20 over the past, you know, five, six years is insane.
1: That's incredible. That's
2: really cool. We have a big team and it would not be possible without them. Oh yeah.
3: They're a talented group of people who love food as much as we do. So
0: Well, I'm on like a full sugar high over here because I had some pump (laughs) I had some pump house coffee. And then I had like the spicy sweet pizza and then like a chocolate cupcake and now some mighty swells. I'm having a fantastic day so far, everyone. Just saying, by the way. This is amazing. Really nice, right? Loving this. Yeah, so um, they're in from Austin, Texas. Oh, nice. the Mighty swell people, and you know they keep it weird out there in Austin. I'm sure
2: mm-hmm. you guys know how yep. it is. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Unfortunately, keep our fridges uh, stocked as well, so we're grateful <laughs> for them.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great.
1: So let's let's talk a little bit about Death by Pizza and kind of how that, that really came into fruition.
2: Okay, so um, our we, like we said, we have a big team, and one of the things that we do occasionally is we make a family meal and one day i was just making a detroit style pie which i've made over the years i've traveled and had a lot of different types of pizzas and so i was like you know what let me put something together real fast and i made a detroit style pizza it doesn't really come together that fast but um i pulled it out of the oven everybody's like what's that smell what's that smell and then when they had a bite of it they're like kobe why aren't you why aren't we not like we need to be selling this this is just insane so I went into the office, I grabbed Zoe and we're like, we got to do this. So we put <laughs> our, our heads together and this was like uh, middle of July. And then six weeks later we open with a sold out first night. So death by pizza is a naturally leavened Detroit style pizza that, um, we call kind of like a craft pie. Um, you go on, on Mondays at noon when the online ordering opens up and you pick up on the following Sunday. Um, we encourage everybody to make an account on our online ordering. If you go to com and you click on the order now link, it'll take you over to explore talk, which is our platform for online ordering, make an account, get your payment information in and be ready to hit that refresh button right at 12 o'clock so you can get your pie.
3: I like to say fast fingers get pizza dinners. That's Ooh, I way. like Just that. kind of that. slogan. Yeah.
2: And it's exclusive. Like,
0: you know, if you miss out, people are upset. Like, I'm sure you probably got a couple nasty messages being like, it's 12.05. Yeah. You sold out in like less than five minutes.
3: Yeah. Listen, we want everyone to be able to try the pizza. And, you know, it was definitely one of those tricky things to figure out what would be the best um, platform for us to use to be able to sell them because, you know. You know, if we did it by phone ordering, you know, you'd be logging up the phone lines. It could take hours just to get everybody's pizza orders in because between picking out time slots, what pizzas, taking payment information, it would just be a really drawn out process. So we just realized that the best way for us to be able to do this would be through an online platform because it, everything is ready to go. All we have to do is make it live. And like I said, just get your yeah, fingers. Put in your money deep. where your mouth is too. Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> you're getting your pizza six days from now.
1: Yeah,
3: Exactly.
0: Too.
1: and and tell us how quickly you guys sold out first
2: day so the first weekend i think it was september 7th was the first night we 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 have to be able to control the pars and we're like okay let's try to do this pizza thing and see where we go and we did we opened up for 70 pizzas and we only brought in so much equipment just to make sure that we weren't taking an investment you know too high of a risk so we we kind of started this like mysterious marketing on social media, which is like a you know, on, on Instagram and we kind of were like, get saucy, you know, sweet sauce, different different things you that you can see. Yeah, you like gotta start starter. somewhere.
3: Like we just made it really vague, vague. and just use our other Instagram platforms to just get it out there. So, because it's only like four days between us starting to post about it before the ordering went live for the first time.
2: That's incredible. So we opened up the ordering in like a minute and forty five seconds. I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh my god, it just sold out!" And I'm like, <laughs> "It was so funny." I was
3: at the dentist, and I was like, "I can't believe I made my de- dentist appointment for noon!" And like, that was so dumb. And so I'm literally getting like my f- my phone blowing up with Kobe trying to call me, and I was like, "You're lying! You're lying! This is not selling like two minutes." I, I was like, I literally, I
2: was. I was I was in shock, and I was yeah. like in so much shock that I was like laughing. <laughs> so it was just crazy. So the first night comes we we did like a really like skeleton crew just to like make sure that everything went right. I had, I was all hands on deck. Like I was building the pies, I was baking them. And then my, uh, the, our second in command on pizza night, he was there on the uh, deep panning the pizzas, topping them, cutting them and finishing them. And Zoe was in the window welcoming and greeting, you know, our first customers um, that came in. And the next day it's Monday. So we're like, Okay, oh, Sunday, Monday. It's, it's it's, it's time, it's to, like do it time to do it again. Time to do it again.
3: Pizzas from the night before too. So you have like all this organic like people like just posting these pizzas. Like the marketing couldn't have been more perfect to do it on a Sunday and open it up on Monday. Yeah. That's so
2: great. so we're using a really high quality pan. It's called a Lloyd's pan, and they make a really awesome product. And it's it's like a true Detroit nature is to use either like a really well seasoned pan or to use Lloyd's. So the next day, I'm like. I think we need to increase our pars because let's see what we can do so we bumped up to 100 pies and I was on the phone with Lloyd's I was like I need to get these pans here before (laughs) Sunday what can we do and sure enough those pans came in and Monday comes around we put we put it live and next thing I know a minute and like 30 seconds it sold out again and literally people are starting to like give like These comments, it's like, damn, I missed it. Or, like, (laughs) how do I even do this? Like, is something wrong? Like, what did I do? Like, I can't believe I missed this. And so, sure enough, the next weekend, all those pizzas went out. We have all the social media feedback where people are reposting and whatnot. And it's really about, you know, people sharing and, you know, reposting and supporting and showing the love about what we're doing. So it's like, I gotta call Lloyd's again. <laughs> sure. So I ordered fifty more pans this time. So let's see let's let's see what we can do. So um some of those some of those pans came in and we bumped up the PARs again and we went to hundred and forty with ten doughs to make sure that we have a contingency plan in case anything goes wrong. Luckily, nothing's gone wrong yet. Beautiful. Um and sure enough, you know, obviously we want to take care of our staff, so we make some extra dough, to take care of them. Um, At the end of the night, so everybody can, you know, go home with Take pizza. a pizza home, right? So yeah. we went from like four people on staff. Now we're eight people making pizzas on Sundays. And I got to give it to my staff who wants to work on a Sunday. But for the love of pizza, this is probably the most positive experience we've had, you know, let alone just making cakes and cookies and, you know, doing our breakfast. Everybody's like, I can't wait till next weekend to work. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so- a
3: very intense five hours because you are literally nonstop that whole time. It's like pizzas in, pizzas out. Get them in the boxes, cut them, get them to the customer. It's like – and there's a lot of communication that has to happen. Uh, We try to be really organized with like all of our production lists so that way – they know what pizzas they need to make every 15 minutes. I know who's getting what pizza when they come to pick up, plus all the other little items between, you know, we just introduced wings this week. Um, but they get like we have a dessert. There's extra, you know, peppers that they can order. So just making sure that all the orders are going out 100% correctly.
0: And I, I love that uh, before we went on air today, you were telling us about how mom is like the queen of efficiency. Oh, yeah. So okay. obviously big props to her because you've learned a lot Absolutely. from her. Um, and I love the fact that you talked about, you did some tastings before you brought people in, you got some
2: feedback. Tell us a little bit about that process. So in July, we came up with the idea and we started eating the pizza and we love it, but try eating pizza seven days a week, twice a day for (laughs) six weeks. And you tell me if you're going to still be able to eat it.
0: Sounds like college at UCF a little bit. A little bit. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, so, you know my parents are, are huge advocates for practice, 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 and make sure that what you're doing is what, what the outcome is, what you want to it to be. So, you know, instead of me making pizza, having half of it and, you know, saving it and, you know, maybe possibly not eating it, they're like, start inviting your friends and your family and your vendors and get them in here, do a chef's table, give them uh you know, a starter, Make sure you have some beer and wine. Uh, Ask them what pizzas that they want. So we sent them the menu. I didn't put any prices on it or anything. I just put the descriptions, different names. We went through like a dozen different names for all the pizzas. Um, Each one of them has like a unique name and, you know, a story behind it. But when people started coming in and and we had people like I was doing what, four nights a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like asking questions like, you know if you were to pay this amount of money for this pie, do you feel like your perceived value is exceeded? And everybody was like, this pizza is gonna blow everything out of the water in the area. And so sure enough, four weeks went by and I like took a week break off of, you know, practicing. And then the next week we launched and sure enough, we're getting responses and feedback from um, the platform that that's just like all smiley faces, absolute best pizza ever. the vibe, the the um the customer experience and the way that we people are ordering it's just it's just a totally different experience than, you know, calling the pizza shop and saying, Hey, can I get a pizza in 15 minutes? You have to plan. This is like a this is a pandemic ready thing. Like so you know on Sunday night you're getting your pizza. But like Zoe said, fast fingers get pizza dinners. <laughs> I like that. Um and uh you know, you just gotta be ready, you know we, we want to be able to serve all. We had a, an article in the Palm Beach Post and this past weekend I noticed our demographic definitely shifted from like mostly millennials to, you know, some of the baby, baby boomers and, you know, the older generation. I'm like, wow, they got really fast fingers now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I'm looking out the window like, we we have to build you know all the pizza boxes and there's only like so much space that we can put it so we're we're blocking some of our bay that we can't see out but I kept them going up to the window to see like who's ordering the pizza and like what are the responses and sure enough it's like we're kind of hitting you know most of the demographics.
1: I think that's really cool and I I want to personally touch on you know um, idea concept to its live. And how long that took you? Because I think a lot of people, and Mike and I can attest to this, a lot of people just have an idea, but they won't actually just do it. And and you did. I like that.
2: So I kind of gave myself some time to figure out what the marketing was going to be. Uh, we work with a really good marketing company in Delray Beach, a uh, local company called Sack Lunch. And sure enough, you know, when when you come up with an idea, um, I actually kind of dreamed the idea of. I was like, you know what, Zoe? I was like, I think we should go like totally anti Two Fat Cookies and set a specific set of rules and take a little bit more of like an avant-garde approach and let's let's go rough. And kind of like our name for Two Fat Cookies is like, who wants to go into a shop that says fat? But you know what? It works. So <laughs> we kind of took like that, that kind of idea and we spun it into the name and I was like, we're going to call it Death by Pizza. Because like if that was, pizza was my last meal, I would be a really happy I'd be yeah. uh, <laughs> We're good with it. Yeah. So we we worked back and forth with our marketing company. They got us an awesome logo and they started developing some more stuff for us. Uh, we have like the stickers and sure enough, like we're gonna have apparel rolling out shortly, T shirts. We have flyers that we used and you know, we really wanted to give something that was like unique and like this is like kind of like going to a concert. So it was like, I was looking at like old CBGB posters and like being like, I was sending them a whole bunch and I was like, give us a concert flyer. And it kind of like, oh. kind of plays a little bit to like my my past experience. And you know, 10 years ago when I was in college, I worked for a promotion company and like, what was it? Everybody handed out flyers. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, we have this like really awesome flyer. It looks like you're going to like a punk rock concert. Love. And the cool thing about it is, is is we can always change it. It can make it look like a new concert every weekend. So we have some new flyers that are going to be coming out soon and posters and whatnot. And we, we tape a whole bunch of them up over the Two Fat Breakfast uh, like logo on the windows and stuff. So it really like looks like you're going to a real concert.
3: Yeah, And it's cool too because people walk by that are just like You know hanging out on atlantic so they'll walk by and they're like oh what is this so give them a flyer like check it out and they're like oh this is like cool and different so
2: we're blasting the music outside people are walking by you know originally i wanted to play like death metal and whatnot and (laughs) sure enough i was like i love it but i can't (laughs) i can't i can't can't do this to the community so you know we play like everything from like the talking heads uh, you know um Uh, Beastie Boys sometimes we'll play some you know old-school hip-hop, you know, we want we want that vibe to change So going back to what you're asking Um, we worked on the marketing we got all of our marketing, you know in hand and like that's like a huge thing I think for us is that like we're not going to launch a product without the marketing first because if you don't have any sort of Tangible or intangible, you know media or collateral You're just as good as the name So we wanted to be able to hand stuff out all of our breakfast bags, get that, that flyer stapled onto them. Uh, our, our guys that work in the front are constantly pushing the pizza. Like, you know, have you heard about it? Uh, what, uh, what do you know? Have you had it? And it's just like constantly like asking people call all the time. Um, so once we got to like that, like fifth week and I got all the pans in place, I ordered all the ingredients and we did some dry runs with our staff. Uh, to make sure that everything was kind of like coming out properly, um, we we were ready.
0: That's beautiful, man. I love and hearing. that. I love the word of mouth. Um, you know, down in Delray Beach, we've got a a couple people that we work with that we associate with. So, uh, shout out to John at Opportunities and Definitely. Allison at the we Delray you, John, Foodie, yeah. <laughs> and Allison at the Delray Foodie. Yeah, you know, absolutely. she's blowing your stuff up as well, mm-hmm. and. And um, you know, if if either of those people say that they vouch for your stuff, like we're instantly in.
2: Yeah, Al- Allison came in. Um, I think two weekends two ago. Two weekends ago, showed her how we make the pizza. She had a great time. She does some awesome, awesome content, and she's definitely the person to follow for food in Delray Beach. Yeah. Heck yeah, heck yeah.
0: And it's like that marketing tactic of the avant-garde. We're only following ourselves, like you can see who's sharing our stuff and you know that it's in that realm and so it's just really really cool to see you guys grow fast and obviously you've learned a lot along the way
3: oh yeah we really piggybacked off of two fat cookies and two fat breakfast sure. like when we first decided to launch this whole concept we were like okay we need to you know send out invites to follow our page do all of that and we just started marketing it through two fat breakfast and two fat cookies so when that first week hit like we had no idea what the response was going to be like we're like yeah if we you know sell 60 pies awesome you know we have no idea and the fact that it sold out in like two minutes was just like that that really just happened it was it was mind-blowing it was
2: I mean, so we, crazy.
0: validation
3: we tried yeah. we yeah. Try, we've yes.
2: tried doing like a breakfast for dinner um when the pandemic first started mm-hmm. and we got some response but Not nearly as much as we've gotten for pizza. Yeah,
3: I mean, we did. Um, you guys are familiar with the socially distanced supper club on Facebook, okay? So, um, yeah, so that was an amazing platform for so many restaurants. Like when everything first started going awry, and we did like a savory pie night because we used to make all these types of things in our house growing up. So we're like. Let's do it. So a lot of the same kind of concept of that flash mob situation is what death by pizza is. So it gives, you know, it gives restaurants and now us the opportunity to plan properly to be able to have enough ingredients, enough staff, all of that to be able to really push out as much as we can in one night to kind of help boost revenue. Because that's really what that was all about, was helping these small businesses stay afloat when you know things are unpredictable and crazy because we had like i said no idea what what to expect of mean, any of this.
2: luckily like our our mothership two fat cookies yeah. is a takeout business right. so everything's yeah. always been takeaway so when the pandemic hit and they told businesses to shut down we're like i guess we're in this gray area where we don't have to shut down so huge. um you know a lot of places closed on the ab and we were the only place open for coffee or breakfast. And sure enough, we had a line down to Atlantic, you know, we're really grateful that we're set up like that. But, you know, that kind of audience that we have that believes in our products, believes in our team, and believes in us really keeps us going and wanting to do more for the community.
1: And that's really how the Palm Beach podcast got started. We wanted to support the locals who are doing good things, spreading the good vibes and providing good quality stuff for Palm Beach County.
3: Yeah, we definitely need that type yeah. of support, especially during these times.
0: Well, now that we've all got the business stuff out of the way, we know you're foodies. Guys, you got to share some spots that you like to hit. Drinks, food, time to name drop.
3: You're probably... I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get out much, to be honest. I'm like, I work and I go home. We <laughs> um, all the time.
2: I... Uh... I'll actually, I'll, I'll shout out to a place that I, I ate at the other night and I thought it was absolutely divine. I ate at Oceano Kitchen in Lantana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a small little spot. It's uh, like al fresco dining. Um, the the chef there, uh, I apologize. I don't remember his name. I think it's Jeremy. Uh, he has a, an awesome resume, but uh, they do like really great pizzas um, as well as like we had like a, a salmon pokey, um uh, a fresh pasta with uh squid and the desserts were actually awesome there um and what i really liked about it is is that his menu is nice and small and it changes every single day that's cool so something to look forward to is that like you can go there and have a different experience every time and everything is going to be fresh and like that's, that's like what I want to do as well. And I think that like, that's the, that's the dream goal is to be able to have us have a spot where the menu is constantly changing and you're just kind of like pushing that envelope where people can always have a different, a little bit of a different experience, but you're sticking within the same set of rules. Um, I love sushi. Um, there's some great sushi places. Um, I frequent at sushi Joe, um, which is, uh, they have, I think they have two locations. I usually go to the one in Boynton, but, on like a Monday or Tuesday night, you can find me there crushing a lot of sushi. Oh, I
1: love their poke bowls. I love it. They got one up in Jupiter as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Joe's the man.
2: I have to, I have to go and venture up that way. Um, check out their other locations.
1: And then I know they got a Joe's Bistro too. And, um, I think that's in, I've
2: heard about their wraps there. The wraps are supposed to be killer. Unreal. Yeah.
1: Unreal. And it's again, just cool art, cool environment. And, uh, it's 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 what you guys are creating it's all about the experience which creates the uniqueness of your restaurants and and really who you guys are
3: yeah i mean our main priority is always flavor um between cookies cupcakes brownies the breakfast i mean we're not using you know crazy different ingredients but we always are really conscious about how things are paired together like if i'm going to make a margarita flavored cupcake i want it to taste like a margarita i'm mm-hmm. not just going to throw components together and be like oh well it has some of the flavors in there it'll be fine like i really want it to be reminiscent of what it is you know it's really about taking the ingredients and elevating them and using them the best way you can i mean we're not doing anything different in our window than they're egg sandwiches it's nothing like new you know we're just making sure that we're using amazing ingredients the structure is great you know we really think about each component of each recipe before we're like okay that's making it on the menu
0: and you probably could have sold like five hundred to a thousand pieces on Monday if you'd opened them up, right?
2: I would hope so. Yeah. You know, I don't want to uh I don't want to say yes to that. You know, I would just hope that we have the the backing and the support behind that. You know, you asking that question, I will tell you this. We are looking for a brick and mortar location so that we can open up our capacity and our volume that we're able to do. Will we still have some of our rules in place? Yeah. yeah. It'll probably be a limited number of days that will be open just to kind of stick within that same, uh, you know, concept of, you know, you're only able to get it a certain for a certain time, a certain number. And this is what it is, um, you know, and depending on how business is, you know, we have different cards that we can play. You know, people are always like, can I get the pizza for delivery? And maybe someday. Yeah, but, yeah. but not right off the bat, you know, um, you know, I use delivery service frequently and I love the accessibility to it, but at the same time, accessibility is kind of what is driving our business right now and the demand and whatnot. So, you know, we hope to be able to be doing 500 to a thousand pizzas a week, Yeah, but not every night. Sure. Well, and
1: that's like, I told you, my patient was like, Hey, uh, how do you get the pizza? I'm like, well, there's hidden secrets to this, <laughs> so I, I like, I appreciate the exclusivity as well because people are just so eager to a taste it and b they want to get that pie.
2: It's a, it's a hot ticket in Delray Beach right now, and I think we're getting some people that are you know coming from Boca and Boynton. We've heard about some people even driving down Fort from Lauderdale. Jupiter and coming up from Fort Lauderdale, and
0: I know someone in West Palm that was five minutes late. Yeah. I've been that fl- was bummed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that was one of the little tricks. Is that when it goes live, you know, the spots like go from you know green to orange, which is a pending um, set, and some people are having, multiple people trying to go on at the same time to get pizza. So maybe somebody snagged one, so they don't need that spot anymore. So the thing that happens is it stays in pending for about ten minutes. So if they decide to cancel, they're like, nah, you know what, never mind, I don't want it. Um, it does eventually come back live. So, it may take until 12, 10, 12, 15 for it to come back live. So, if you have the time and you want to keep clicking refresh, sure. you may snag a pizza <laughs> at 12, 15. But yes, the initial sellout happens when they all go from available to pending. And that can, that was what happened yeah. in 25 seconds this past we, week. We That's do want to keep
2: encouraging everybody. To just keep trying. Keep trying. You're going to get the pizza. Don't worry. You know, like I said, we're going to get our own location for it and we're going to have more accessibility But, you know, with the time being like, uh, building a new spot does take some time and especially it being pandemic, getting through some of those hoops that you have to get through to get a location live is like going through a monopoly board, (laughs) so, you know, you have to be able to, you know, get everything in line and then being able to open and execute. We want to create that same experience from how we're doing it now to being in a brick and mortar we don't want to cut any corners or jeopardize quality yeah. um, and we want to make sure that it's a safe environment for our staff to work and also be able to put out a superior product like we are now
0: yeah guys i'm stoked to have you on the podcast and i know mike as well yeah i think they've got us give some thanks now who, exactly, helped, you, who yeah. helped you guys get to where you're at today
3: well, i mean number one we have to obviously thank our parents i mean yeah. they yeah really taught us so much between efficiency, just being in the food industry since we're, you know, really young and also just supporting our dreams and endeavors during this whole thing. You know, a long time ago, I don't think they would have felt the same way, but I think the fact that we've been able to really build the brand for both Two Fat Cookies and Two Fat Breakfast, it really gave them the, um, you know, the trust in us to let us kind of take this and run with it and see what happens. And I think they're also very – mind blown about what the results of that were. So I think they're just been very encouraging and you know, helpful where they can be and you know, they've been there almost every Sunday too just kind of helping out, cheering us on and it's been really amazing.
2: Yeah, our parents have really given us this great platform. Um I could give you a long list of chefs, friends, family, a lot of people that I fall on to for a lot of the stuff that I've learned in my experience. I've only been in the culinary industry since I was I don't know 13 but it's a big industry I really got back into it right after college and you know the last 10 years you know I've worked in a lot of different establishments and whatnot Um, I really just want to say thank you to uh, our team our team is literally what makes our business thrive Um, without them none of this would be possible and if you could build a team just make sure you take care of your employees because they'll take care of you and they'll take care of your customers as as you take care of them hey, on that note, cheers guys hey, cheers. thanks for coming on the podcast guys thanks for having us yeah.
0: thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Palm Beach Podcast our show is brought to you by Pomp House Coffee Roasters Opportunities in Delray Beach and the Lotus Travel Company for retreats and tours in Palm Beach County.